Hello, my friends. Today, we are going to talk about something that can feel a little bit awkward turtle. It's about asking for work. You're listening to Copy Chatter, the podcast where we talk about all things writing business. We're having a conversation here about freelance writing and freelance writers, and you are invited. Let's chat about business, marketing, dealing with clients, mindset issues, copy tips, and rolling with the changes. We'll also delve into what's going on with this particular writer as I grow and build my own business. Ready to talk shop? It's time for some copy chatter. Now, it turns out that everyone in my free Facebook group wants me to tell you more about finding writing clients. And so this is one of the things that I have done throughout my entire career, and I still do it, to help me drum up client work. And it is specifically asking for it. (laughs) So what does that look like in reality? In actual practice, how do I ask people to hire me without being a total weirdo? So there are a few things I will share with you that I like to do. And these are things that I have just sort of done. Um, I tested a few different things, I guess. I don't know. I just keep it natural. (laughs) Okay, so the first thing that I would recommend if you're looking for work, if you're trying to drum up work, is to send an email to um, current and to past clients with whom you have a good rapport. And this is something that you'll see recommended pretty frequently. And I gave it a shot. And every now and then I give it a shot. And usually something turns up. Um, it, you know, it's going to be more effective if you've had a, a long client history, uh, you know, a broader client base. But even if you just had a few, it, it's not a bad thing to do. So here is how that works. I will decide, I have kind of an approach that I take, and then I kind of draft a mostly original email to each person. It's not a very long email, and it usually goes something along the lines of this. Hey, John, how's it going, (laughs) right? You want to say something like, uh, you want to reconnect if this is, let's say this is a past client. So you want to reconnect and say, hey, John, um, I just checked out company website, And it looks like y'all are doing some amazing things. It was a lot of fun working with you on XYZ project. And I just thought that I would get in touch and see if you had any other, um, I might say, I just want to get in touch and see if you, uh, if there was anything else I could do for you. I have some extra bandwidth this month and I would rather work with you than with anyone else. So I wanted to check before I go out and drum up some work on the streets. I have literally sent emails that basically say that, <laughs> right? I pick my favorite clients um, and those are the only ones who I would say that line about. I would rather work with you than with, you know, random Joes. But if it's true, it's true. And um, I think it works because people like to be liked. (laughs) They want to be liked. And so I will tell them how much I like them and sort of stroke that ego a little bit. It's a nice, it's a compliment and it puts you in a positive frame of mind. Um, It's a really soft ask. And when you phrase it as something like, if there's anything I can help you out with, or is there anything I can take off your plate? It sounds like you're doing them a favor, which you are. I mean, ultimately, that's what we do. Writing is hard. And we are are out there offering our writing services to take it off the plate of someone else who is either too busy or too afraid or too ignorant or too whatever to be doing it themselves. So send an email to past clients 
uh, along those lines and see if you get any bites. Maybe as I'm recording this, it's December of 2019. And so you might even phrase it as it's a crazy time of the year. Um, I'd be happy to lighten your load so you can have more time with the holidays, you know, or with your family over the holidays, depending on what their role is and whatnot. That may be a relevant request. Um, just think about how you can phrase it in a way that is a favor to them. And all, you know, speak of your time in the past positively and highly. Um, reiterate that you really enjoyed working with them and that you'd be happy to lighten their load now or anytime in the future. And, you know, you're just kind of popping in to say, hey, is, do you have anything that you want me to do for you? <laughs> right? You can do the same thing with current clients. Um, what I typically do, I typically do this with current clients every, maybe once a quarter, maybe twice a year, I will say I have some extra bandwidth. Um, it seems like things are going really well. I have some extra bandwidth and I thought I would check with you before going anywhere else to see if there's more that you'd like me to do for your team or something like that. And a lot of times, um, I will get a yes to this. Actually, yeah, I would really like these extra blog posts or yeah, we're talking about putting together an ebook or I even had one client say something like, um, have you ever done courses? I need to add a few lessons to XYZ course and I need some emails to go with it. So that is another way that you can go. And because these are current clients, assuming that you have good rapport and that you want to do more work for them, just saying, I have some extra bandwidth and I wanted to check with you before I went out, you know, outside <laughs> to see if there was anything else you'd like me to do for you. It's a really easy way to get more work. Um, let's see. Okay, so the next thing that you can do, it's it's a similar approach, but on a different platform. I have done, I think I've done this myself. I actually don't remember if I've done this. I'm sure over the past 10 years, I've done this at least once. I have a few friends I see do this every time they have room in their calendar and they need more work. Making a Facebook post that says something like, I have some extra bandwidth starting in January for two new, um, you know, whatever, blogging clients or two new writing clients or um, something like that. I am really happy to have space on my calendar for XYZ writing service. If you need help in this area or if you know anyone who might, please get in touch with me. Um, you know, either leave a comment below or send me a PM or send me an email, something like that. It's a Facebook post. Hey friends, I have some extra room. And before I go looking for new clients, I thought I would let everyone on my friends list know that I have space for, you know, and keep it small. Even if you are completely wide open and you have nothing, <laughs> say something like, I have room in my calendar for a couple of new awesome writing clients. Um, if you need something or if you know anyone who might need some help, uh, let me know. And this is a totally natural post. You will get a lot of people say, oh, I didn't know you even did that. And you'll um, be able to talk about the services that you offer. You'll be able to paste your website. Um, I wouldn't do that. And I mean, I might mention the services, especially if you've niched. Um, mention that specifically, you know, specifically, I have room for three new blogging clients or whatever that looks like for you. Or just say I have room for some new uh, writing clients. 
And then people will start to ask questions about what you do. They will um, congratulate you and you'll then you can say something affirmative like, I really love what I do or um, I work with the best people, you know, or something like that that's really edifying. They will um, ask about your website. They'll ask specific questions about your services so you can talk about what you offer or who you're um, you know, who your best audience is. You might be able to talk about um, past work that you've done. If you have any, you can say something like, yeah, I, I really love working for startups um, or whatever it is. So then you have an opportunity to talk about yourself in a way that is not spammy and in a way that gets attention. Um, I have a friend of mine who, her name is Kelly, and every time she does this, she just fills right up. <laughs> it's really cool to watch. Um, so posting on your Facebook, but posting in a way that is a little more, uh, it's a little less biz promo and a little more, hey, I have some openings, let me know um, if you need anything or if you know anyone who needs anything. And then you can get into the specifics down in the comment section. Um, and that can be a great source of leads. I have also done that, and you have to be really careful about this because it depends on the group, but there are some groups where I can do this. I did this, uh, I think I did this twice in um, a group of conference attendees for a conference I went to. And a lot of these attendees um, are bloggers and professionals who hire writers for various marketing purposes. Um, and there's no like anti-self-promo type stuff in this group. It's it's actually, it's a really nice group, really well-behaved, <laughs> very respectful audience. It's really nice. So every, I mean, maybe once a year, maybe twice a year when I was really looking for work, I would post in there and say, you know, hey, hey, FinCon. Um, it was great hanging out with you in Charlotte or whatever the last FinCon was that I attended. Um, some of you know I'm a freelance writer. I have a little bit of extra room, you know, just like on the Facebook post. Um, I have some extra bandwidth. I'm looking for a few new clients. If you need help with your blog posts or your emails, um, please let me know. You can send me a PM or email me at ashley at ashleygainer.com. And then invariably, I would get one or two really good leads from that post. And then... Um, other people will find me from that post later randomly when they go into the FinCon groups and search for writer or, you know, something like that. They would find those posts. So I, I generated a lot. We're talking thousands <laughs> of dollars, thousands and thousands of dollars just from like two Facebook posts in the right group. So you need to be really careful about the groups that you do that in um, to make sure that you're not violating any like self-promo rules. Um, I found that groups for things like conference attendees or um, like professional oriented, you know, like um, like mommy bloggers and stuff like that tend to allow that kind of post. Um, groups that are really that cater to entrepreneurs and stuff are going to have it on lockdown. But at the same time, those groups are going to have, you know, the Saturday promo thread or whatever. And then you can post in there. And I don't get as much traction on those posts, you know, on those feeds. Um, but I do get some traction there as well. I, I think it's certainly worth doing. Okay, so posting on Facebook and in groups. Um, another place you can post or update your profile is on LinkedIn. Um, there are things you can do with your LinkedIn profile. You can change your headline or your, I forgot what they call it. It's like the tagline that appears next to your page where you can say something like, 
you know, B2B copywriter for veterinary offices or something like that. Um, you can post, a, I think you can post a status update on LinkedIn and that kind of thing. You, so you can go into your profile and you can make a change to your profile. And then there's a button that you can, uh, I think it's a box that you can check that says something like share this with my, uh, like it's like broadcast this or share this with my followers or my connections or something like that. And if you strategically make a change, um, then you can share it, even if you're just rewording something about your niche or your writing services, and then make sure that your network can see it, you can get leads that way. I have received a few leads from that, um, from doing that. None of them, I don't think any of them turned into real work off of LinkedIn, but um, I'm admittedly not very good (laughs) at LinkedIn. Um, but I do get leads every time I do that. Oh, no, that's not true. I had a past client who saw me updating my profile and he got in touch and was like, hey, um, I saw that you're still doing copywriting. We need a writer. Um, so that was a previous connection that I had, but he saw through LinkedIn that I was still available for this work and he reached out. I totally forgot about that. Yeah. And so that turned into a nice recurring gig as well. And it was nice to work with this past client. I really liked him. So you can do that on LinkedIn as well. Um, Another thing that you can do, going back to Facebook, is um, if you are in any groups where writers hang out, or if you're in a group of service providers of whom there are writers, (laughs) Um, for example, CYLL has a bunch of service providers. So I could go into CYLL and be like, hey, copywriters, um, if any of you are overbooked, I have some extra bandwidth and I can take on your overflow. So what I'm getting at with this is you can go into writer groups and say that you have some room, you know, this is your experience or this is your specialty or this is your niche. um, And I'd be happy to take on any overflow. Here's how you contact me. For that one, you have to do a little bit more of clarifying what exactly you offer so that people will um, know that you're a good person to get in touch with. Um, But that is, and again, you need to check with the group rules. But that's not directly self-promo. And in those kinds of groups where it's service providers, you know, building alongside fellow service providers, <laughs> and it's more of like a community as opposed to um, a feeding frenzy, <laughs> um, the the rules for there, for those types of groups can be a little bit more open. Um more likely to be wide open in writer groups. For example, you could post that in my group if you wanted. Um and, and it would be totally fine. Uh, so I have had a lot of work come to me through that. Um, just saying, hey, I'm available. And this is especially effective if you are otherwise somewhat active in that group. So they recognize you. Um, name recognition, even if they don't know anything about you, if they recognize you from the group, they are more likely to get in touch with you. I've had, um, I've actually gotten in touch with a few people. Like I've seen other people post this and I've gotten in touch with them and said, hey, I, I might have something I can throw at you. And I've had people likewise do the same to me. They might say, um, you know, hey, uh, I have these really boring blog posts that I really just don't feel like writing. Can you do them? I can pay you X. And then it's like, yeah, sure, I'll do that. <laughs> I don't have to do it every day. I can write three boring blog posts. That's fine with me. Um, so, so that's really nice if you can plug into a community where um, it's open to sharing like that. And then similarly, what I've done is um, I've had a few, I, I've done this a couple of times where if there's someone who 
um, I know is really busy, or if if I see them post on Facebook about how they're so busy or whatever, um, or they say in an email to me, I'm really stressed out of so many deadlines, blah, blah, blah. I will respond to whatever they put out there and say, hey, I have some extra bandwidth. If you want me to take anything on for you, I would be happy to do that. And I've had friends send work to me. So these are friends and it's not like pity work, but it's like, it's me really saying, I notice that you're overloaded, um, or even I notice that you really don't like this recurring work. <laughs> if you want to outsource, I'd be happy to take it on for you. And so now doing that, you're not going to get paid as much as they do. They take some off the top, which is sort of how this works. Um, but it's really easy to drum up. You don't have to go find another client. They're just like, here, have this thing. And in several cases, I've had people say to me, yeah, sure, just just take this person. <laughs> take this gig. I don't even want a referral fee. Um, and so that is really nice. So those are some things that you can do to ask for work without being a weirdo. And just keep in mind that you're positioning yourself as being helpful and you're not out there begging for work. And you don't have to feel guilty or ashamed about doing this because really you're just, you're just offering a hand. Hey, let me give you a hand with that. That is the approach to take. So if you have any questions about this, please let me know. I'm always happy to answer these questions. Um, the best way to get any kind of advice or feedback from me or from other people who know what they're talking about um, is to get into my Facebook group, which I mentioned earlier. We are called the Inkwell Guild. You can find us on Facebook or you can go to ashleygainer.com Facebook and it will take you right there. All right. See you all next week. A funny thing happened the other day. I realized that many of my podcast listeners don't know about Clips Camp. So now I'm going to tell you about it. Clips Camp is a three-week course for new and advanced new <laughs> freelance writers who want to get started with high-paid client work. If you are on Upwork and miserable, if you're on Fiverr and miserable, or if you haven't even done anything to get started and you don't know what the first step is, Clips Camp is for you. I'm teaching you how to put together a solid portfolio of writing samples that position you as the kind of awesome writer that awesome clients want to hire. So if you want in on that or you just want more information, go to clipscamp.com and I will see you on the inside.